This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, August 4th. Brought to you by Watkins & Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Appeals for Farm Bill Funding Boost. Input wanted on new WOTUS and union pushback on VAX mandate. Conservation groups and Trump vet call for conservation increase. More than 200 groups, including a wide range of environmental organizations, are calling on Democratic congressional leaders today to use their reconciliation package to significantly increase funding for conservation programs. Senate Ag Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow has been seeking to put $50 billion in new conservation funding in the legislation. Increasing funding for USDA's popular and effective Farm Bill conservation programs is one of the quickest and most practical ways to directly equip farmers and ranchers, energize rural economies, improve climate resilience, and ensure that agriculture is part of the solution to climate change, the group say in a letter to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer. Bill Northey, who was USDA Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation during the Trump administration, also supports the effort to increase Farm Bill funding. If we're going to ask farmers to do more, we need more dollars to do it, he said during an appearance Tuesday at Minnesota Farm Fest. By the way, North Carolina State University research suggests that while the Environmental Quality Incentives Program encourages cover crop adoption, the Conservation Stewardship Program doesn't. That's likely because farmers can qualify for CSP with practices that are less costly than cover crops, said Rod Regesus, who presented the research at the Agriculture and Applied Economicus Association annual meeting. If so, cover crops may need higher CSP incentives. For a look at some budget issues around the potential conservation funding, check out AgriPulse's newsletter. EPA and Corps seek input on WOTUS issues. EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers are asking for feedback on a variety of 40 issues as they seek to craft a definition of waters of the U.S. that can survive successive administrations. In a Federal Register notice published today, the agencies request comments on such issues as when ditches should be regulated by the Clean Water Act and how prairie potholes and other interstate non-navigable waters should be treated. Now take note. The agencies say they, quote, have substantial and legitimate concerns that the Trump administration's Navigable Waters Protection Act did not appropriately consider the effect of the revised definition of waters of the United States or the integrity of the nation's waters. The Trump rule is still the law of the land until EPA and the Corps take the first step in their WOTUS revision process by adopting a foundational rule returning regulations to their pre-2015 status. In other words, before the Obama administration's WOTUS rule. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. 
Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Union doesn't like Tyson vaccine requirement. The United Food and Commercial Workers International Union says it's encouraging members to get vaccinated against COVID-19. But UFCW criticized Tyson Foods for requiring that workers get the shots. The meat giant said yesterday it's mandating vaccinations for approximately half of its 120,000 workers who have not gotten shots. About 24,000 are represented by UFCW. UFCW President Mark Perone said, As the Union for Tyson Meatpacking Workers, UFCW has made it clear that this vaccine mandate must be negotiated so that these workers have a voice in the new policy. Perone said the concerns stem from the fact the FDA has not yet fully approved the vaccines. We believe the FDA must provide full approval of the vaccines and help address some of the questions and concerns that workers have, Perone said. Senators try to exempt farmers from Prop 12. Two Senate Republicans will be introducing a bill later this week to shield pork and egg producers from California's housing requirements for pigs and egg-laying hens. The Proposition 12 rules take effect January 1. The Exposing Agricultural Trade Suppression Act would give farmers, quote, the freedom to operate their farms as they see fit and sell their products in every state. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa told reporters Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas is co-sponsoring the measure. But keep in mind, Congress is usually reluctant to override state regulations like these. One notable exception was the biotech disclosure law that passed in 2016 to nullify state GOP labeling rules. Grassley stresses need for USTR ag negotiator. Senator Grassley is trying to turn up the pressure on the Biden administration to name someone to be the top agriculture trade negotiator at the office of the U.S. Trade Representative. Grassley, who is one voice in the growing chorus of lawmakers and industry representatives pushing for the deputy USTR position to be filled, told reporters yesterday that he's suggested some names to USTR Catherine Tai, but declined to say whom he recommended. The USTR needs a strong ag negotiator, Grassley said, because it's the ag issues that are often core to completing new free trade agreements, and having a strong agriculture negotiator in that position would be very important, he said. Cocaine turns up in Canada-bound produce truck. The peppers weren't the hottest commodity on a truck stopped at the Canadian border by U.S. Customs and Border Protection last Thursday. Inspectors in Sweetgrass, Montana, discovered about 70 pounds of cocaine hidden in a shipment of watermelons and peppers on their way to Canada. The ability to facilitate lawful trade and travel while sustaining a focus on enforcement is critical to our border security mission, said Jason Green, director of Sweetgrass Port of Entry. CBP turned the case over to the U.S. attorney for prosecution. Here's today's He Said It. I don't know why anyone would want to live in a state where it's almost impossible to buy bacon. That's Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa talking to reporters about the impact of California's Proposition 12. 
Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, August 4th. Brought to you by Watkinson Village and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Allen.